Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. This is Noah Part 7 and is called Sending Forth the Dove. This comes from Genesis chapter 8, verses 6 through 12. Today's episode is made possible thanks to the generosity from Natalia, who says her three kids listen every night and love it, Maria P., Amy, Mariah, and Lane, who say they enjoy listening to the podcast in the car or at breakfast or anytime, thanks to Britt, Yang, thank you Makita, Jennifer, Emmeline, Kate, Hannah, thank you to Tiar, Skye, thank you Jianen, Dawn, Cami, Melanie, and Jesu Joba. We asked for help and you all showed up. It felt like God wrapping his arms around us. There are many we need to thank and we will continue to do so on the episodes. Please know that your generosity truly impacts this, so thank you. Now, on to today's episode. Last time, we heard how God sent a wind, and the water level began to fall down, down, down. The ark came to rest on ground. Shout it out if you remember where the ark landed. On a mountain. Yes. But what's next for Noah, his family, and all the animals aboard? We pick up our story here. After months on the ark, the rain had stopped. And now it was time for Noah to see if the waters had gone down. Remember, the ark came to rest on the mountain, meaning it was kind of stuck there. But it must have still been surrounded with water. Otherwise, Noah probably would have just gotten out and began his life on dry ground. But he didn't, so we can assume there was still a lot of water. And so Noah devised a plan. After 40 days, Noah opened a window he had made in the ark. He decided to send one of the passengers on the ark to check things out. Do you know who he sent? A dolphin. Thanks for sharing. He sent out a raven. Why do you think Noah chose a raven instead of a stork or maybe a duck? Hmm, good thoughts. Well, ravens are strong flyers and can cover great distances. Noah probably thought the raven would find land quickly. I wonder what he might have said as he sent out that beautiful black bird 
Shem, my son, it's time to send out our first scout, a raven. We need to find out if the water has gone down. Father, do you think the rain's dry now? Indeed, Shem. The raven is strong and can fly far. It will help us understand what lies beyond the ark. But remember, don't lose sight of the bird. We need to observe its flight and see if it finds a place to land. Off you go, little one. Be our messenger. And please, bring back good news. But do you think the raven will find dry land soon? I trust that God will guide it to a safe place. The raven's journey will give us insight into the world outside this ark. Let's just watch and wait. Look, Father, the raven is disappearing into the horizon. I hope it finds good news. Oh, it's in God's hands now, Shem. We must be patient and have faith that the raven will fulfill its mission. Come, let's, let's pray for a safe and successful journey. The raven flew back and forth, back and forth, its strong wings covering great distances. The raven probably enjoyed freedom of the open sky, but it did not find a place to rest. <sighs> there were no signs of dry land. Ah, the raven, it's coming back. Oh, well, welcome, my friend. What news do you bring from the outside? Noah said, smiling at the raven. <sighs> no. Well, thank you for flying and for searching for us. But it seems you have no news of land. Perhaps, perhaps the waters are still too vast for you to find a place to rest. Time passed, and Noah was ready to send out another bird to check for land. Did he use the raven again? Nope. That's right. He went with a totally different flying friend. He chose a dove. But before we get into the dove's flight, let's consider what might have happened on the ark after the raven brought back his news, and they waited and waited to send out the dove. Picture the ark, still sitting on the mountain's edge. Noah's family taking care of the animals and working hard to keep the ark in shape. Maybe they had moments of uncertainty, wondering when, when could they finally step onto dry land. What do you think the animals might have been doing while they waited? Perhaps the elephants played games with their trunks. The birds sang joyful tunes as they asked the raven the details of what he saw out there. I wonder if they did things like this while they waited. Okay, now back to our dove friend. Then, 
Noah sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water over all the surface of the earth. So it returned to Noah in the ark. He reached out his hand, catching the dove and bringing it back to the ark. Boys, come quickly. The dove has returned. Let's see if it's brought us anything. Ah, there you are, little one. What did you find? Is there any sign of dry land? Father, it's back, but there's nothing in its beak. Does that mean there's still nowhere for it to land? Yes, it seems that way, Jabeth. The waters must still cover the land. The dove could not find a suitable place to rest and bring back evidence of dry ground. What does this mean, Father? Will we ever find a place to settle? God's plan is unfolding, my sons. We, we must be patient now and trust in His timing. I wonder how they felt as they realized there was still so much water. But Noah didn't give up. He waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening... Sons, come quickly. The dove has returned and this time it brings us something. Let's see what it is. The white dove gently glided to the ark. Look, an olive leaf. This is a sign, a sign of life and renewal. God is showing us that the waters are receding and the earth, it's beginning to recover. Practically jumping up and down, Shem exclaimed, Father, this is amazing. The olive leaf means there's dry land out there. You can finally leave the ark. Yes, Shem, it's a clear sign from God. He has remembered us, and the earth is ready for a new beginning. This olive leaf, this is a symbol of hope and God's faithfulness. Another of Noah's sons asked, Father, can we start preparing to leave the ark? Yes, but first we'll give thanks to God. Let's express our gratitude for his guidance and faithfulness, and then we'll start preparing to leave. God has been with us through this flood, and he will continue to lead us as we step onto dry land again. Noah waited a week. How many days are in a week, listeners? Seven. Yep. After another seven days, Noah again stood on the deck of the ark and released the dove. Off it flew into the horizon. A mixture of excitement and uncertainty etched across Noah's weathered face as he watched it disappear. This was the third time he'd sent out the dove. As he waited, the Bible doesn't tell us what exactly he did, but I can imagine he had a quiet conversation with himself. Come on, little dove. Please return with good news. We've been on this ark for so long, it's time to step on dry land. 
Clouds float by. Time passes. But still, no sign of the dove. What is taking so long? The first time it came back with nothing. The second time it, it brought an olive leaf, a sign of hope. But now it's been gone for a while. Where are you, my little messenger? I imagine Noah pacing back and forth, scanning the sky. Lord, I've followed your commands faithfully, and we've waited patiently. We've endured the rain, and now the dove is gone. Is this a sign? What do I make of this? He looked out over the waters, deep in thought. It's a strange feeling, hoping for the dove to return, but also yearning for it to be gone. If it comes back, it means the waters haven't fully left, but if it doesn't return, it means the journey to dry land is finally beginning. Remember, when we first started our Noah episodes, we heard the Bible say Noah walked faithfully with God. Do you think he is still trying to do that? Yes. I think so, too. Gazing at the horizon, Noah might have clasped his hands in prayer. Lord, I trust your plan. Even when I do not fully understand it, we've waited through the rain, through the days on the ark, and now through the flights of these birds. I'm ready to step onto dry land. Please, guide us, protect us, and may your will be done. As Noah finished speaking, a gentle breeze rustled through his hair. Perhaps this is the moment we've been waiting for. It's time to gather my family and the animals. We're about to embark on a new chapter in God's plan. The Bible tells us that the dove did not return to the ark. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. What kind of bird did Noah send out first? Raven. That's right. Then he waited and sent out what kind of bird next? Dove. Great. What are some things a bird could bring back to show that they had seen dry land? Uh, like a flower. Thanks for sharing. Did either bird come back right away with a good sign? No. That's right, they didn't. Noah faced challenges and uncertainties just like we do. He sent out a raven and then a dove, eagerly awaiting signs of dry land. But it didn't happen right away. Sometimes, even when we're following God's plan, the results we expect might not come as quickly as we hope. Have you ever found yourself doing the right thing, following God's plan? 
and yet not getting the result you think you deserve? For us, it might look like doing the right thing, like being kind to someone, yet you don't get the result you feel you deserve. They weren't kind back, not even a little. If you want, press pause and talk with your parents about a time you felt this way. It's like sending out the dove and waiting for that olive leaf, but not seeing it right away. It's during these times that we need to remember that God always hears and sees us. Just like Noah, who remained faithful and steadfast, we too need to trust in the Lord's timing. It took years for Noah to build the ark, months of rain, and then being beached on a mountaintop, and then trying the raven first, and three more times with the dove before God signaled it was time to leave the ark. So, dear friends, if you find yourself in a season of waiting, remember Noah's story. Even when you're doing everything right, the results may not come as quickly as you would like. But know this, God is with you every step of the way. He sees your efforts, hears your prayers, and knows the desires of your heart. So remain faithful and steadfast in following the Lord's will. Just like Noah, who trusted in God's plan, let's trust that God is working behind the scenes, preparing something wonderful for us. And in the waiting, I pray that you find strength, hope, and the assurance that God's timing is perfect. Well, that is it for today. Remember, we also have fun bonus content for these, and by enjoying them, you are also supporting the podcast. Go to kbspodcast.com, click bonus content, and check it out. Listeners, I wonder what's going to happen once everyone is off the arc. Hmm. Well, while we wait for the next episode, let's hear from some of you, our amazing listeners, and why you like to listen to kids' Bible stories. Take it away. Hello, my name is Matisse, and I'm going to be telling you the reasons why I like to listen to the Bible Stories podcast. One, it's the Bible, and the Bible is awesome. Two, the funny sound effects, such as, and oh no, not again. Number three, it's relaxing, and it helps put me to sleep at night. Hi, my name is Hazel Hernandez. And I'm five years old, and um, I like listening to um, this podcast because it makes me happy. My name is Zion, and I like and I like the Bible story because I like when Jesus was a baby. Hello, I'm Alexander. I live in England and I just love kids Bible stories and it's just been a part of my life for ages and I literally have listened to it since literally season one and I love it so much it helps me go to sleep at night it helps me learn about God and Jesus 
and it just it just really helps me with my life and when I have a problem I like I like listening to your kind voices and um, so thank you Kids Bible Stories for for uh, just doing this for such a long time. Thank you for sending these in. We read every email, save every voice of encouragement because they mean a lot to us. We don't get to meet you in person, but by hearing from you, we get to connect with you and your words encourage Joshua and I so much. Thank you, listeners. And as always, bye for now.